Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Fitness First podcast. I'm your host, Jake Mays of Jake's Fitness and Nutrition Coaching, and today we're going to be talking about the only real way to lose weight, and that is a calorie deficit. Now, that is surprisingly a controversial topic nowadays, which doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever because it there's not really a debate for it. It is the first law of thermodynamics, which if you don't know what that is, it's matter cannot be created or destroyed. That's like the first thing you learn in biology class uh, from elementary school, middle school, high school. It doesn't really matter. That's a well-accepted law for all humans and all really matter in general. So the the biggest thing that I want to get into on this is basically why people think that calories in calories out don't matter and i think it comes down to a misunderstanding about like what supplements do what weight loss drugs do so they really only affect either the intake or the outflow so that like how many calories you burn and that's where i think a lot of the confusion comes in for people is they think for instance like ozempic people think that it's doing something magical to their metabolism and all it's really doing is making you not want to eat more food so it slows down the inflow so you don't have to burn as much if you're not eating as much easy now on the outflow that's where people don't understand that the outflow is actually a lot harder to control so people think they need to work out more and more and more and more and more where the bigger lever to pull to lose more weight in the calories in calories out equation is actually that front end so trying to eat less while still getting in a adequate amount of nutrients for your day this is something that i see a lot online uh, is popular influencers debating it fighting it and it's honestly frustrating for me to see because it causes so many issues amongst regular people that don't know who to believe So I'll follow somebody like Lane Norton, who's a nutritional scientist, and he is super duper adamant about calories in, calories out being the way. Uh, Even at his seminar, I talked to him personally, and he told me the exact same thing he preaches online. And the people who don't preach calories in, calories out are either not nutritional doctors, they may be doctors of something else, but for some reason, DR period makes you an expert at everything, apparently. Or they're just influencers that just work out a lot, which is also incredibly frustrating because just because you work out a lot doesn't make you an expert in anything. I have a master's degree in exercise science, and there's no way some people value my opinion or my word on fitness and nutrition more than somebody that has 2 million followers, which is, in my opinion, a misled view and it's just because I'm saying what's made, what's going to be hard. I'm talking about things that take a while to see real results from. And most of the time, the influencers that you're listening to are promising these crazy good results from things that are very, very quick. And it's not that you can't see results from most things. But results that come fast usually leave fast too. I tell my clients that all the time. If you want to see lasting change, you've got to do the hard thing. And that's with anything. Like you can't expect to make a lot of money. You can't expect to lose a lot of weight. You can't expect to build a lot of muscle in a very, very quick amount of time. Even if you take anabolic steroids, you still have to work hard and spend time in the gym building muscle. You you can't just build muscle by sitting on the couch and taking steroids. I'm I'm not 100% familiar on if you can build 
any muscle fiber from that probably some if you're eating an adequate amount of food uh, and moving day to day but you're really not going to get the benefit from taking any sort of drugs unless you're you utilizing that time and that energy to do your cardio do your weights in the gym so all that to say calories and calories out is 100% the way and the only real way you're going to lose weight and that's ultimately what all these diets end up doing too so if you are doing keto or if you're doing intermittent fasting or whatever and any diet nowadays vegan whole 30 doesn't matter all of them usually just end up calorie restricting you that's it that's that's the only reason you lose weight doing any of them and for keto for instance carbohydrates uh pull water into your muscles so that usually causes you to drop five-ish pounds the first week just because you stopped eating carbohydrates. But then that, that stalls, it plateaus, because people end up doing the bulletproof coffee where they put a whole stick of butter in their coffee or they start doing other crazy keto-based foods or they only eat ribeye steaks and then the protein gets too high so it's not really keto anymore. It's, it's The whole point is... The reason a lot of people end up losing weight on keto is because they stop eating very, very calorie-dense food. So they stop eating entire plates of pasta because it's too many carbs, which is not the carbs that made them heavier. It was the total calories from the pasta that made them heavier. And I think the biggest harm in not letting people see this truth and by lying to people online and selling them products that don't work it's not the money the money's not great but the biggest issue is the eating disorders it develops the people it hurts the people that just give up i have met so many people that have already given up on their journey people that just don't see an end because they they're too confused to know where to start if you talk to somebody and say they're drinking 12 Dr. Peppers a day, 10 Dr. Peppers a day, it doesn't matter, that is thousands of calories just from those Dr. Peppers. But what, you told, what you'll hear online is that you have to stop drinking soda altogether. If you drink any soda at all, it's toxic. It's The chemicals are hurting you. The chemicals are why you're gaining weight. But that just terrifies the person that is drinking 12 Dr. Peppers. They need an easier solution. They need a first step. And the first step can't be to stop doing everything they love. It just can't. They're not going to do it. So you have to start with, okay, if you're drinking 12 Dr. Peppers a day, let's let's try to drink 10. Or let's try to drink 8. Whatever's feasible for that person. If you don't take those baby steps towards a healthier life, in my opinion, this is what has aided in the obesity crisis. Way more than any processed food has is just the confusion that people feel on what to even do. Not everybody, but most people are going to hit a point in their life where they want to see a change, whether it's financial, weight loss, living situation, whatever. But confusion on where to start is usually why those changes never happen. Now, that's my opinion. I mean, obviously, it's a debatable topic, but at least for health and fitness, that's, in my opinion, why I think the obesity crisis has gotten way out of control to where we're almost up to half of all Americans are obese or severely overweight. And I think if more of them understood where the starting point was, 
like all they have to do is take that first step, then it wouldn't be so bad. I'm working with somebody right now who has lost almost 100 pounds, and it had nothing to do with their ability to get on social media and see more and more and more and more bullshit on what they should do or what they shouldn't do. It literally just came down to he didn't know where to take the first step. And his friends and family didn't know where to take where to take the first step because it's all too confusing to know where to take the first step. So what do we do? We just started by eating a little less. We started by focusing on a little bit more protein. We're getting in the we're getting him in the gym one to two days a week. And then from there, when his progress got a little bit better, we added in some stuff. It felt manageable. It felt easy. And that's how it should feel. It should feel easy. If it feels like you're you can't do another day, you might have bit off a little bit more than you should than you could chew at that moment. But that doesn't mean you should quit. That doesn't mean you should stop. It just means that maybe you need to back off a little bit. Try a little less. But don't give up. Don't stop. The only way that you fail at losing weight or trying to get healthy is if you quit, if you stop, if you stop doing it. Otherwise, you're just still on the journey. You're still on the ride. And that's okay. You can still be on the ride even if that means you're not exactly where you want to be or you didn't lose a pound that week. One of the biggest, most annoying things I hear is you should lose a pound a week. That just makes people feel like they're failing when they don't lose a pound a week. I've had people lose five pounds in one week. I've had people not lose any weight for two or three weeks. But that doesn't mean they didn't see progress overall or over time. It just meant that they weren't hitting this arbitrary goal of a pound a week. So you can't fail if you don't stop. And if you don't stop, it's going to be impossible for you to fail. So all you need to do is take the first step towards where you want to go. Step one, then step two, win step three, win step four. And before you know it, and honestly a whole lot faster than you probably think, you're going to be heading towards those goals and probably achieving some of them. And I think it all comes down to the fact that people will underestimate what you can do in a year and then they'll overestimate what you can do in a month. A month's not a lot of time. Six weeks, eight weeks, that's not a lot of time. 52 weeks is quite a bit of time. And you can get a lot done. You can change a lot about yourself and about your life in an entire year's time. But it just comes back around to making the choice to wanting to make it happen. If you want to make it happen, you can make it happen. If you don't really want it, then you won't do it. When the, when the pain of staying the same now becomes bigger than the pain of change, you'll change. And until then, it's just not uncomfortable yet. It's not uncomfortable enough yet for you to want to change. And that's okay. Some people need to be 20, 30, 40, 50 pounds heavier before they really feel that pain and want to change. But if you're at that point and you're ready to change, you need to take step number one. And you need to win at step number one before you ever think about step number two. Bite off little pieces. Make it happen. And you will be shocked where you can be in one year. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. If you want to learn more, you can follow me on Instagram at Jake's Coaching. Uh, Share this episode with anybody you feel like maybe needs to hear this today. Thank you so much for listening to the Fitness First Podcast. And I will see you next time.